Hi everyone, it's Mike here again, and it is great to share with you a preview of our latest Moonshots Master series. This series is where we collect all the wisdom that we've learned from over 140 plus shows. And what we do is we study a particular topic and we bring all the best clips and practices together so you get your own little masterclass. And what you'll get in each of the Moonshots Master Series is a show dedicated to your personal transformation or perhaps to problem-solving, decision-making, thinking better, all that kind of good stuff. Or lastly, it will be about leadership. Those are the three big buckets that all the Moonshots thinking fits into. Personal transformation, thinking better, and leadership. That's right. And we pick all of those great clips from superstars, entrepreneurs, and authors and wrap it all up together. Now, you're only getting a preview of this. If you'd like to listen to the full show, get all the tools and all the goodies that comes with the Moonshots Master Series, visit moonshots.io, click on the members area and sign up. Be our patron. It's only a dollar a week and you'll get a complete masterclass just for you every single month. So head over to moonshots.io and become a member. But for now, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Moonshots Master Series. It's episode 13. I'm your co-host, Mike Parsons. And as always, I'm joined by the man with the plan, Mr. Mark Pearson Freeland. Good morning, Mark. Hey, good morning, Mike. And what a lucky number 13 we have for you and I, our Moonshots family, as well as our Moonshots members and subscribers today. Yeah, it's going to be very lucky this show because I think... If you ain't doing what we're going to talk about in this show, then I think you might run into some problems. If you're trying to build a company, a business, a team, a community, there's an essential ingredient, Mark. What is it? Well, yeah, you're right. It it feels like totally essential and we're not even over baking this, members and subscribers. Today, we are digging into leadership and shared vision, one of the essential Uh, tools within your repertoire, as well as your business direction, if ever there was one, right? Oh, listen, I can't tell you, Mark, it's it's kind of a tricky thing coming up with a vision for your your business, for your company or for your team. Um, And it might feel a little fluffy. It might feel a little abstract, but I would only say, look at the, the likes of Nike and Apple and many, many, many other companies, Amazon, Companies that have really clear vision tend to do pretty well. Um, and if you look at individuals, go no further than Elon Musk. He is, he is an absolute expert at building a vision of the future and how things could be better. And when people get hold of that, when it resonates, when, it's, when that story is told properly, it gets people on board, whether you're looking to build employees, get them into your company, whether you're trying to get clients, customers, basically any of the stakeholders around your effort, uh, be it a business or a personal one. If you have a big idea, a big vision, how to make the world better, people come along for the ride. And that is what we're going to learn in this master series, isn't it, Mark? 
That's right. It's so essential. And it's something that I think, like you say, it's probably the the thing that gets put on the back burner, isn't it, Mike? Something that is uh, worked on when the business has time. But as we're going to learn from today's uh, master series, it's something that we should not forget about. We should not put to one side. We should not come back to later. Because like you say, it is a bit of a waterfall effect. You get this right and everything else is maybe somewhat mm. easier. Mm. Mm. Who's, which company or individual has, when I talk about like, who's got the best uh, vision, <laughs> uh, who's the most visionary, who gets you excited out of what comes to mind when I, when I say, who's the best for you? Which one do you like the most? Well, look, let's, let's go with uh, Ted. And so everybody knows TED Talks. Uh, it's something that you and I, as well as our Moonshots family, dig into maybe every week. Um, the the vision that they have, and this is uh, for our listeners, just to demonstrate the um, enormity of some of these these statements that you can have. TED is the power of ideas to change attitudes, lives, and ultimately the world. And I think that's a pretty pretty interesting idea, isn't it, Mike? You know, it sounds like you say maybe a little bit fluffy, but there's no argument when you are learning and listening and educating yourself with any of the thousands of individuals that they've had on TED and TEDx, that that's exactly what it is. It's the power of ideas. And what you just did then was by talking about TED is by reading their vision statement, you then instantly go, actually, I do really enjoy TED Talks on YouTube and actually I'm on always on the lookout for new ones or good ones. And when you see those three little letters, T-E-D, yeah. you know that's like that really has become a symbol for something, the power of ideas. So what I want to point out for you here is this is where the vision is actually practiced and the magic that happens, just like think different with Apple, just Mm. do it with Nike. When the vision is something that is lived and breathed within an organization, it's magical. It's like this magnetic force because really it's nothing different than just keeping your promises. You've Mm. got this promise to the world of a better future once you start delivering against it, you, you're already in the top 1% because most people don't have a vision. And if they do, most don't live up to it. So when you do do it and you live up to that word, um, great things happen. Um, and, you know, we see this not only with businesses, but also with ideas. We look at great people like Martin Luther King, John F. Kennedy, people who've had this big vision of a better future and they changed generations. They changed our world. Even though both those gentlemen are not with us now, they changed our world through vision. And today in this master series, we are going to go to all four corners of the vision planet. We are going to turn it upside down. We're going to decode it. We're going to learn how to do it. We are going to break it down into pieces. Mark, I'm pretty fired up. Oh, I mean, is there anything more inspirational than hearing the promise that today's episode and today's show is going to reveal all of this magic, this northern star, (laughs) the way to hold yourself accountable? I think there's one guy or maybe a couple of guys, Mike, that could help 
continue this journey of inspiration for our uh, episode today on Shared Vision. And that's none other than author Ken Blanchard, author of The One Minute Manager. So let's hear from Ken now. Talk to us and introduce the show with Servant Leadership. I really feel that the world is in desperate need of a different leadership role model. We've seen what self-serving leaders have done to the detriment of people in every sector of society all around the world. And so what we really need is people who are servant leaders, uh, people who are there to serve first and lead second. <laughs> leadership is an influence process. We're all influencing each other all the time. So everybody's a leader in every part of their lives. Wow, really the most effective leaders I know are just good human beings. They care about people. They listen more than they talk. They want to help people win. That's about caring, and it's about your heart. There's three key aspects of, of being a leader, being a manager. One is clear goals. All good performance starts with clear goals. And so people around you, if you want to make a difference in their lives, they need to know what they're trying to accomplish. Second, once the goals are clear, you ought to wander around and see if you can catch them doing something right and give them a one-minute praising, acknowledging what they've done, telling me how you feel about what they've done, how it's impacted you, and, and that's really important. And then if their performance isn't going exactly the way you both wanted, you give them what we call now a one-minute uh, redirect. So to say, gee, I'm observing uh, your performance here, and I don't think it's as good as we thought it would be. Do you agree? And they usually will because you're not there to punish them. And then you say, what can I do to help you get back on track? One of the important things about being an effective leader is to enter your day slowly with some sense of intent and think about what's, what's on my schedule today. How do I want to be seen today? And then at the end of the day, put praisings in your journal. What did you do today that you feel really good about? And then redirections. What, would, what did you do that you'd love to replay? And that'll maybe set a goal for you the next day. I think a good manager is more intentional in their behavior, not caught in the rat race. And the problem with a rat race is even if you win it, you're still a rat. I like to look at it, the difference between success and significance. I think when people are focusing on success, they're thinking about how much money they make, the recognition they get for their efforts and their power and status. When that's who you think you are, the only way you can maintain your feelings of self-worth is to get more of those. And I think then you miss significance, which to me, the opposite of making money is generosity of your time, your talent, your treasure, and a fourth one, touch, reaching out to people. What's the opposite of recognition? It's service. And what's the opposite of power and status? It's loving relationships. Because when all is said and done in life, when you're gone and you die, the only thing you get to take with you is your soul. And that's where you store who you love and who loved you. So, Mark, I'm sure our listeners are like, wow, that sounded a lot like uh, like a how to manage people mm -hmm. clip. How does that kind of relate to, to vision? And I think it's really important for us to lay that groundwork mm -hmm. that vision is something that's exchanged between humans, individuals, teammates, team members, collaborators. And if you don't have this empathy for the people around you if you are not um, aware that vision is the currency of culture and it's the thing that is exchanged between people. It's how you measure each other. 
the the North Star is are they walking the talk? Um, this is why we played this clip first because before we get into vision, it's really important to understand that the vision is something that is shared amongst all, practiced by all. It's not simply some talismanic. A person in an ivory tower saying, I have a dream. Mm. It's way more than that. It's about every single person in the organization or in the team working towards a goal. So that's exactly what you saw in the Golden State Warriors as they won the NBA championship. That's what you see when companies like Nike, Apple, Amazon, um, they all continue to win week after week, year after year, decade after decade, because they're fighting together for something bigger. Mm. And that leadership role is to be a conduit. You're not the the only and exclusive source, but rather that's what you're facilitating. It's how you know to say, well done, you're on the right track, you're doing good. It's how you know how to do those redirects that Ken Blanchard was talking about. Everything comes back to holding each other accountable. That's something we learned very strongly from Patrick Lencioni as well and the five dysfunctions of a team. And all of this um, is way of setting a context before we talk about what is a vision, how do you write one, how do you make one, how do you work together on one. You have to realize that the context in which this is happening, this leadership role to make vision clear, understood, to make it infectious, to make it beyond any sort of doubt. If people are walking in the office, you want them to be very clear on that vision and the person who has that on their job description to make sure everyone understands why they come to this place, it's the leader. The leader has to do it. Pretty good, pretty challenging way to think, isn't it? Because Mm. you can, Mark, you can say, hey, we've got to sell 10 more widgets uh, today. That's, That's pretty black and white. But when you say, hey, making sure that you're a servant leader, that you understand your people, that you share with them, encourage them to participate with them in setting of the vision and owning the vision and practicing the vision, that gets a little harder, doesn't it? Well, I I think what that clip does a very good job of is reminding us of some of the other responsibilities a leader might have. So you're quite right. Maybe the objective today is to sell, let's say, 10 more widgets or to increase the bottom line or keep profitable, whatever it might be. There's also a a handful of responsibilities and objectives that fall to you as the leader. And those are uh, handing out goals, giving praise, the feedback or the redirects and so on. But exactly as you were just saying, Mike, and to build on that, it all becomes so much, I want to say, easier if you have established that foundation, that journey end, the goal or the destination, because then you can think about how you hand out. If you're intimidated by handing out praise or you're worried about giving some redirects, if you come back to your path, your vision, your mission, as we'll learn in the rest of the show today, it's going to become that little bit easier, isn't it, Mike? I think mm. we're starting to make the case here and with Clem, Clem Blanchard's help that it is something that is so essential in the running as well as the performance of any business. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the key bits of feedback that you and I really love is when people become a member uh, of this 
a mighty fine moonshots uh, podcast. And uh, it's such a delight for us to make this master series exclusively for our members. So, Mark, I feel like you need to get your trumpets and your uh, percussive instruments ready because <laughs> we need to to pay homage uh, to our listeners and in particular uh, to our members. So let's do a little bit of a, a member roll call. What do you think? That's right. Members and supporters of the Moonshot Show, thank you once again for uh, being with us and joining us not only every week, but also every month, particularly with the Master Series. So please welcome Dan, 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 Dan Bob and Nulls, John, Terry, Niall, Marjoline, Ken, Dietmar, and Marjan, Connor, Rodrigo, Yasmin, and Lisa, Sid, Mr. Bonjour, Maria, Paul, Berg, and Kalman, David and Joe, Crystal and Ivo, Christian, Hurricane Brain, Samuela, Kelly, Barbara and Bob, Andre and Matthew, Eric and Abby, Hozzy and Joshua, Chris and Kobe, Damien and Deborah, Gavin and Lasse, Tracy, Steve, Craig, Lauren, and Javier. Whew, Mike, I mean, this podcast needs to become a little bit longer just so we can fit all of our, our members and supporters <laughs> in, doesn't it? Yeah, super grateful to each and every one of you. Thank you so much for your support. And if you are enjoying it or you have thoughts, feedback, ideas about shared vision, uh, leave them in the comments on Patreon. We really want to hear from you. Send us an email, hello at moonshots.io. You are the beating heart of our organization. So tell us what you think, what you need, and we'll see to it. And I'll tell you a person who really knows what we need, and that's Simon Sinek. He is really changed the way we think about vision or one might say asking the question why and he launched uh, into the headlines with the whole idea of asking why what asking what is the purpose what is the vision so it would only be appropriate if we're going to talk about shared vision is really to listen to Simon Sinek himself <laughs> 